Hey y'all, welcome to Talking While Driving, a weekly podcast about the random things that go through my head while I drive around town. It's a look into the fascinating mind that I call home and all of its random and tangent-filled goodness. I am your host, Michelle Spivey. Thanks so much for joining me. It's my hope that this episode brings some kind of good into your day. And yes, I do record while I drive. So let's get into it, shall we? Y'all, <laughs> I had to get tested for COVID for work. Oh my God, that was the most intense thing that I've ever done. And I have three tattoos. Like, it wasn't painful, but it's very uncomfortable. Like, I've seen um, uh, a like a brief clip of somebody getting tested and um they do this nose swab that like basically touches your brain and it is so uncomfortable like (laughs) i'm not saying don't get tested but man just be prepared because it sucks um it's been like 20 actually almost like 30 minutes and my head is like just now feeling kind of normal um but oh my god it is the worst like (laughs) again I have three tattoos I am not like I am not one of those people I have a a, I would say that I have a high pain tolerance um I'm actually considering uh I actually will get one more tattoo one more one last tattoo um so like pain is not the issue but man it was literally the most uncomfortable thing that I've ever gone through and it was only like three seconds of my life (laughs) but like anybody who's gotten tested more than once I salute you because my god it sucks like and I swear I'd never have to have that test done ever again because I'd be like no forget it nope not doing it I'll nope (laughs) you can't make me like just no I just not not gonna do it um but yeah uh, man that was rough I saw a story that said that Barack and Michelle are gonna give commencement speeches virtually for the class of 2020 and I was like man they're so cool they're just like so cool And then I was like, I wonder how they are as parents. And, um, like, I I just can only imagine. I mean, I'm sure Sasha and Malia are, like, they're just regular parents. And they do regular parent things. But I feel like they are high-caliber parents. At least I like to think that they're high-caliber parents. Um... I like to think that their children appreciate them and that they have learned a lot from their parents and that their parents have like taught them um, just some really good, uh, I don't want to say life lessons, but like just really good life skills. That's what I'm looking for really good life skills I feel like they're like well-adjusted kids Sasha and Malia and um they are um I hope 
if they are in therapy, that their therapy sessions are not full of like conversations about their parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that it would have been that it would be cool to experience the both of them as parents for a day. Um, and it probably isn't all it's cracked up to be, but like, I just think that they would make, or they make excellent parents and, um, I'm low key jealous. At the time of this recording, it is Cinco de Mayo and in Boston, it is an absolutely gorgeous day. But I was driving a stretch of road and I thought about something as I do. Um, y'all ever drive over a butt, uh, a bump and like clench your butt kind of tight? <laughs> or is that just me? Because I do that. Um, I, it's a reflex. Um, it does nothing, but I, I do it because I hope that it will like lessen the impact of the bump on the car. Obviously that is not going to do anything to my car. The car will be fine, hopefully. Uh, Um, but like, I just wonder if y'all do that too. This came up on social media, uh, or it's not like a huge topic, but I saw it on social media and I was like, oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. So I hate when people uh, say it's when they really mean there. Um... So, like, for example, if you say, if a person says it's a difference between instead of there's a difference between, like, that bugs me. Like, just say, like, you mean to say there's a difference, not it's. Um, another pet peeve, really, bird? Okay, a bird definitely just pooped on my windshield. Not cool at all. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> The other pet peeve I have is when people say every since instead of ever since. (laughs) Like, I, like, it's definitely not every. It's ever. Like, just for y'all out there, I just want you to know that (laughs) it is not every since it is most definitely ever since. Like, now, I am not the grammar police, and I don't correct people, um, you know, like, every single time, because who has time for that, and I don't care that much, uh, but, like, those two things, when I see them, they, I'm just like, come on, guys, just, like, get it together. It's a small, they're, they're small little things, so, like, just do better, guys, just do better. You guys know the other thing that I really enjoy about driving? Uh, Being able to be myself in my car by myself. (laughs) Like, I don't have to put on for nobody. I can listen to all all the music that I want, be it ratchet or super chill. 
Um, and I don't have to worry about how anybody feels about that. Uh, I can listen to it as loud as I want to. I can dance and act a fool in my car and thoroughly enjoy myself. And I don't have to worry about what my passengers think about me (laughs) or even what other drivers think about me. Like, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I can be free in my car. There is freedom to be found just driving by myself. Uh, I can think freely. I can uh, even talk to myself in my car, uh, which I do a lot Um, outside of the podcast. I do that a lot. Uh, um, And I'm not ashamed to say that. And you shouldn't be ashamed to say that either if that is something that you do. Um, but yeah, aside from the fact that driving is incredibly cathartic for me, um, all being able to just be, to just be in the car, uh, by myself is freeing and is another reason why I thoroughly enjoy it. I had this thought yesterday and I was like, man, I'm really disappointed that I have to go to work tomorrow. Like, what is that? (laughs) Just like going back to the 40 hour work week is just like, bruh, like what is like, again, what kind of a racket is that? Like who said that we have to work 40 solid real life hours every single week like what did they know that 40 hours is a long time that's a lot of hours I mean it's a small fraction it's a it's it's not a whole lot when you take into consideration how many actual hours are in a five-day period but still like it's a lot of time of it's a big chunk of your day and like having to do the whole eight like back to back in a row come on fam that's not cool not cool at all um I think like ever since I started working at 16 I had a beef with it that's why when I quit my job at McDonald's, I didn't go back to work until I was 18 because I was like, working is dumb. Working 40 whole hours? Come on, fam. I mean, obviously at the time I was uh, in high school and I was like, I, but I'm in high school. I don't I don't want to work. I'm, I'm cool. I got enough going on with these studies, right? Like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's why I'm such an advocate of like, finding something that you love to do because um I feel like if you're going to spend 40 hours a week doing anything I hope and pray that you are doing something that you enjoy now we are not all going to get that luxury and there are a small population of people who actually do enjoy what they do And, um, I think that's sad. Honestly, I think that it's really sad that there's a, that there is a very small population of people who, um, 
like what they do because I feel like we should all be able to uh, have that luxury. Um, I feel like we should all be able to find something that we enjoy doing. Um, And I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, there are people who have known what they have wanted to do their entire lives. Like they're born they hit five years old and they're like, I want to be a doctor or a nurse or a teacher or, you know, whatever. And they set themselves on that path because they're like, I know with every fiber of my being that this is exactly what I want to do. And there are people like me who struggle to figure it out and have to figure it out through trial and error. And I'm like, okay, so what is like why is that (laughs) like why is there a group of people who just know exactly what they want to do from a super young age and then there are others who have to figure it out through trial and error and it takes them like years and decades to figure it out like I don't know there's just something about that that doesn't seem fair to me and I have not figured out why like why there are these two groups of people like I don't know man working is good for you like people you know want to be able to do things and feel like they are um needed uh you know like and, and just work in general is just good for you. Apparently, I, not apparently, but the Bible says that it's good for you to work. Um, and I understand that, but it's like, can I at the very least enjoy what it is that I want to do? That I that I um, enjoy what it is that I do and also not have to struggle to figure that out. Like, I think that... <laughs> That's also been a beef that I've had with God for a very long time. Like, really? You're just not going to tell me what it is that I'm supposed to be doing? Like, okay, all right. You're just going to watch me struggle to figure it out. Okay, all right, cool, 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 cool. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, (laughs) uh, But anyway, if you are in the group of people who enjoy what you do, I envy you. And I would say you could count yourself lucky um, because you're probably not in like the 1%, but because you know what it is that you want to do or because that you because you know what you like to do, I would call you and to uh, I would say that you're in the 1%. Um, but yeah, I my prayer for all of us, honestly, is that we all figure out our purpose and figure out exactly what we want to do because that I feel like leads to a lot more joy and at this point in history we could all use a little more joy all right y'all I have not been I'm not the kind of person the person who um likes old people like I and also actually let me rewind (laughs) I 
am not a patient person. Uh, That is not a gift that the Lord gave me when he created me. He was like, patience, I'm going to give Michelle two drops and that's it. Like, that's all I'm going to give her. So, like, my patience wears out very, very quickly. I'm also not a good teacher. Uh, I do not explain things very well. Um, And I wanted to be a teacher at one point in my life, but I was like, girl, please. Like, you do not explain things well. You would frustrate yourself as well as your students. And it just not would, would, would not be a good look. Um, so I say all that to say old people and technology, I cannot. Okay. (laughs) Like, I am sorry to say this, but if you are over 50, you should just go ahead and do the young folks a favor and just throw your phone away because you're working the nerves of the young folks around you who have to show you how to use your phone, okay? That may be hard to hear, but it's the truth. (laughs) Like, first-hand experience, okay? Like, it is, it's it's rough. It's, it's, It's real, it gets real stressful and real frustrating. And we love you. Uh, older people in our lives um, and we want to help however our nerves are being worked and um, we're struggling we're struggling out here okay just just letting you know we're struggling <laughs> with with helping you guys figure out how to work things uh, how to uh, you know, use the internets, um, how to work the Facebook, how to work Instagram, if you have it for some reason. Um, <laughs> cause to me, Instagram is a young person's game, but like there are plenty of older people on Instagram who know how to work it, obviously. But like, if you're just trying to get in the game right now, my question is why? Like, I, I don't understand. Um, and if you have an iPhone and you don't know how to use it, like, I take issue with that because an iPhone is a very intuitive, uh, it has a very intuitive operating system. It is, to me, it is easy to use. It's easy to figure out how to, like, it's easy to understand And, um, I think also the good thing about iPhones is that they don't change very much from model to model. So like the iPhone eight is very similar to the 10 to the 11, you know, like the only things that really change with them are like a few features and the camera, but like, how often are you really using the camera? Um, but if you are like struggling to use like simple things on your phone or if you're struggling to like figure out how to work something, Google is your friend. Like if you can at least get to Safari if you have an iPhone um, or like Google Chrome if you have an Android, like just just go to Google. 
just Google it because especially if you see the young folks around you getting real frustrated with you, just go to Google. Like you can even uh, speak your question. Like you don't even have to type it in. If you can't figure out the the keyboard, if you hate using the keyboard because there aren't any buttons and you're still baffled by, you know, just the touch screen, um, you can just speak the, the, the question that you have and Google will speak the answer right back to you. Um, but like, again, I love y'all older folks in my life. Um, I respect my elders. However, my nerves are worked. They're real thin when it comes to you guys and technology. And again, that may be hard to hear, but I feel like it has to be said. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you liked today's episode, please rate and review it. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave a donation on the podcast website, anchor.fm slash talking while driving, or you can become a patron at patreon.com slash talking while driving. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the handle at talking while driving. Thanks again for listening, guys. Make sure to come back next week for another episode of talking while driving.